Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast. This is episode number 366. 366. Those are magical numbers, and I mean that literally. Um, we are here today with Aaron Weish, who's the CEO and co-founder of Leadferno, which is not even the only thing that Aaron has done. It's just the latest thing that Aaron has done. He has got an epic track record. We're super excited to have him on the show. Aaron, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Uh, An easy way to describe it, I'm a lifelong digital marketing addict. Uh, Luckily, I I found the industry as it was starting to mature in the the mid to late 90s. Um, Started building websites, started building digital marketing agencies, building websites and search campaigns, and along came social and mobile and all those kind of things. And then after 15 years in that, uh, I got into the software business and ran a company called Gather Up, which focused on customer feedback and online reviews. Uh, brought that company to uh, a great place, and we were able to sell it and exit in 2019, just before that little pandemic thing. And that freed me up to the next thing I wanted to get in trouble with, and that was uh, starting a tool convo- uh, focused on conversion and text messaging. And that leads us to today in Leadferno. Beautiful. And for anybody that might be tuning into the show, either a recurring uh, visitor or somebody who's brand new, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Rob. I'm the joint founder of MailRite. We build beautiful websites on WordPress. Plus, we offer a suite of marketing digital tools that gathers and gets you more leads. Back over to you, Rob. And uh, your fearless host here is Robert Newman. I am the founder of Inbound REM and arguably the most experienced real estate marketing slash SEO consultant that's working in this space today. So without any further ado, let's let's get into a conversation with Aaron. And so first of all, I want to I want to actually ask you a little bit about text messaging and real estate because at the at the pre-interview part you uh, acknowledged to me and John that you your your wife was a real estate agent of 15 years so uh, I'm not sure if she still is or was previously but how would you see how do you think that text messaging is impacting digital like real estate digital marketing? Yeah, so uh, she retired a handful of years back. Um, My schedule, four kids, everything else. And as you guys know, the schedule of a real estate agent, those things didn't line up very well after a while. So uh, to keep sanity, uh, she sunset that after a very, very successful career. She kicked my butt in the the earnings um, place for for many years uh, as an entrepreneur um, and was fabulous at it. And I, I always say like I modeled myself an entrepreneur or a, a real estate assistant, right? Like if, if you're married to an agent, I always call it, my wife's name's Marcy. I called it driving Miss Marcy where I'm driving, <laughs> she's on her phone, talking, emailing, sending stuff, <laughs> jumping out, putting in yard signs, hanging sold signs, right? The, the whole gamut. Like I, you live and breathe that industry when it's uh, a part of, um, the, the career of, of, of your partner in life. So yeah, within that, you know, one thing I can say is like texting has been very early um, into the real estate field because realtors have been using that as their primary communication. Their best days are not behind a desk. They're out on the move and talking with clients and getting things done and meeting with people and everything else. And they, they made that traverse from a personal channel to a business channel extremely 
early. And, um, you know, consumers, I think, really wanted it too, because that real estate purchase is one of the biggest, most stressful purchases for most people in their life. So they want that communication. They want that personal relationship with their agent. Um, and so they were very uh, quick and, and fast to adopt that. The, the area where I see that it's really kind of grown is, you know, how you can keep that connection going um, and the different things that can be done kind of pre-relationship and even post-relationship um, with texting. And that's where I think things have really evolved. So, you know, as we'll get into and probably talk about, as we're focused on conversion, we really see this, like wh what better than be able to ask a question over text right from a real estate website, right from a listing page, um, right from a digital piece of content that they have out there and be able to ask initial questions, something that might be really detailed, really quirky, or just trying to get a feel for how they communicate, if they're the right fit for you with an agent and things like that. That's definitely one area. And then the other just being a, a way to stay in touch with your customers um, down the road and find out how things are still going when they ever might be in the market to make a, a move again. You probably have notes on maybe what their dream property might be. So when you come across a, a new listing or something new you want to do, you want a great way to reach back out and be like, hey, I have something I think you might want to see or, or know about. So those are really the, the two ways uh, that I see it, um, you know, pre-process and, and post-transaction and process being a really great uh, tool to land new customers and to keep re repeat business coming your way. I have, a, I have, I've made a ton of notes. So, but before I dive into any of that, uh, John. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Thanks, Rob. Um, I think, Aaron, I don't know if you agree what I'm just going to outline. I think there was a lot of, of interest and, but also, I think it was in some ways overplayed about automate. You know, when somebody goes on a website, there would be a you know they would be engaged in conversation, um, messenger, Facebook messenger, um, that you'd be able to kind of almost automate the onboarding of new clients, and then it would be almost all kind of automated um, and there seemed to be um, a kind of message that um, the agent would be almost excluded you know the personal communication element first of all would you agree with that and secondly how do you how do you see your particular product and service helping an agent but not if you agree what I've just outlined, how do you uh, avoid some of the miscommunication? Yeah, there's definitely some good points in there. I, I think one thing, right, any of us that are a business owner, we run a business like time is the commodity, right? So we're always interested in tools that can bring efficiency or even things that can be doing the work for us, right? The magic elves making shoes for us at night, um, leads being landed and matured and brought to the table with knowing all the details and, and, and everything else behind it. But interesting enough, when we flip over to the consumer side, as consumers, we actually want the opposite of that. We actually want a personal relationship. We want personal touch. Um, so what we've looked to do is kind of blend that. So, you know, to one extent, right, when you, you've, we've had years now of the promises of what chatbots can do 
and automated processes. Obviously, we've had some new developments with ChatGPT and some of the other AI things coming out there that, that are definitely taking a step forward. But I've still yet to engage, and I've engaged with uh, you know many chats as a consumer and then also in just doing research, always looking at conversion elements. And I'm still yet to have any type of a wild feeling, right? I, I really, a lot of them, I think, are there to placate the user and, hey, where can we send you where there's already content on the site? Or how can we just gather information about you? It's not actually maturing a relationship. It's not building trust. Um, and it's not creating a, you know, a personal one-to-one connection, especially in an industry like real estate, where that's what you want to have. You want to have trust with your agent. You want to feel great about uh, their skill set and what they're able to do and how well they understand your needs. So I think from that standpoint, it's a lot of like hollow promise. And we see a lot of people making the move. They've, they've tried it and they're going away from it because they couldn't manage it the right way. It was difficult and tricky. And so when they look at a solution like ours that offers business text messaging, they already understand how to text because they do that in their personal life, right? It's for most people, the top app that they use on their phone. And now you give them some of that promise of efficiency and a better working process because you have an app that automatically does replies to new leads. So it's not trying to have a conversation. It's just saying, hey, thanks for contacting us. We're currently with a customer and we're going to text you back as soon as we're free and we're glad you're here. Here's a link to view some of our listings. Or if you're you know, looking to sell, here's some information on some of the things that we do. And then that agent's able to pick up the conversation and personalize it and take it from there. You also can have saved message templates. So you already have questions, answers, links to things pre-saved so you can call those up in just a couple of taps. So instead of having to type out uh, an email, point them in a direction, answer a question, ask a question, you already have that built out. Maybe you need to edit it just a little bit, but you already have hundreds of characters typed out and you can send it within a matter of two seconds instead of two minutes to, to type all of that out. So we're really still focused. We want to make that human connection happen. We want to make it pleasurable for both sides, efficient for both sides, um, and make people feel like they're really being taken care of in the personal channel that that texting is instead of a robot is trying to help me jump through these hoops and collect all my information uh, as just a kind of a glorified lead form. So that, that's how we see that a little bit different. Can those things change? Um, and will they possibly take more steps forward? Yes. But still, at the end of the day, and I'm sure every agent would agree, like, getting me in touch and giving me a line in to that prospect um, is really going to be the best bet for me to show off my expertise, customize the experience for them and help them achieve the outcome that they're looking for. Thanks, Aaron. That was a fantastic answer. Back over to you. So I'm... Your your skill and experience as an entrepreneur is really showing in this in this call because when we first set this uh, this interview up, I thought you were just another uh, sequential text messaging sender, which which I got to be honest, I am not a fan of, nor am I a fan of what I'm seeing it do to the prospects inside the real estate space. And just for those people listening, because Aaron's smiling and he's laughing, but you may not, like if you're listening to the show, you can't see that. But for everybody listening to the show, there's plenty of people out there like using like Wilopo type services where you're getting, you sign somebody up for something and then you basically get entered into a behavioral sequence of text messages that gets sent to you. If you trigger the right responses from the system, you can actually get as many as 30 of these messages in as little as one to four weeks. To me, personally, as a guy that lives and breathes off his cell phone, 
anybody that's going to send me 30 messages, including the DNC and everybody else, like I hate them. I flat out hate them. Like there is no other way to describe my my feelings on the subject other than than hate, because I have to respond to my phone. Some of these guys, like I don't quite feel comfortable blocking, but at the same time, they send me so many messages. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, so that's not what you're describing here. And I'm curious to know, you're laughing and you're smiling. So just briefly, what, what do you what do you think about those services that are doing behavioral or mass texting as part of a sales process? Yeah. Um, so this is like one of those uh, areas where I definitely have a soapbox that I've stood on and continue to stand on with this. So yeah, you've done a great job upon hitting that. So here's the high level thing. And I'll, I'll frame this up for, again from both sides, because number one, I just always believe in that um, software should be a win-win for both the business and the customer, right? Not one-sided um, because that's that's ultimately not going to work. So when we look at it from the business side, and this means no one offense, but I just, the simple phrase sums it up for me. A fool with a tool is still a fool, right? And if you don't have the right strategy and you're not looking at this for the right way and the right reason, you're going to do the wrong things with it. So businesses get a hold of, let's just call it a text marketing or SMS marketing tool like this. And they're like, great, I can pound people with buy now. You need to work with me. Do this, do that, everything else. And what they're failing to realize is you have a connection to them by having their cell phone number that is their most personal communication channel. And you're willing to go through and burn that and get blocked because you have this automated series you want to put in front of them or you want to let them know about something, right? Not in real estate, but in retail business, we see this with, you know, 10% off, 15% off, this sale, that sale, everything else. And so this could be a customer that if you nurtured them the right way and you had strategic one-to-one touch points and conversations you were smart about could be an extremely valuable customer to you but you're going to trade that for burning them over being able to fire them off a bunch of messages and you convert 1% or 2% of that entire base that you're sending out to. So that on, on the business side, I think is ridiculous. And then on the consumer side, right? All you're doing is, if anything, you're going to make them feel like I felt good enough to give you my number and I thought I was going to get value out of this. And now you've completely sunk that value, right? You've made me feel like, you're only after sales. You're only after to kind of hound me. It's going too far now. And now I'm going to block you. So now even if you came to me with something great to say and whatever else, I blocked your number because I was tired of receiving these. And that was the easiest way for me to stop hearing about you. So I I totally agree with you on these things. And pe- businesses just have to be smart in treating their customers the same way they want to be um, treated as a consumer themselves. And if you follow that rule, you'll likely avoid a lot of these pitfalls that are there. That being said, there are ways and the right ways to do some of these things with automation. But again, you really need to be smart about how the customer is going to receive it. And you need to think smart about not just getting that one sale you're really after, but making this a lifetime customer, making this person a brand advocate that's going to refer other people to me or write great online reviews for me. Like that's that's your multi-headed goal there, not to be able to fastly funnel them through a sales process and try to get them to buy now. So when we come back, we're going to go to our break. Aaron, that was incredible. So incredible. I have I have some things I'd like to say, and I am going to get on a soapbox for a second. But nice. before rant, I do... We'll rant, we'll rant away. <laughs> before I do... 
We're going to go to our break. And when we come back, some of the retorts that I'm going to do, that I am going to have is the idea of the, the, the centric idea for all real estate agents everywhere about how we need to start valuing our data differently. Okay, it's so incredibly important that everybody do this. It's actually in every service industry, not just real estate, but since we, John and I focus on real estate on this show, we're just going to talk about, talk about real estate. But I cannot begin to explain to all... Never mind. I'm going to do it when we come back. All right. So without any further ado, we're going to go to our break. We're going to be back in uh, what's going to be about two seconds for you. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. We're at episode number 366. And for once, I don't actually have to ask John what the show number is because those are magic numbers. Numbers divisible by three actually have place in numerology. So this is going to be a lucky show for us and a lucky show for you, Aaron. I am convinced of it. Um, John, well, it has to be very lucky for me this to die, is it? You bonked your head before the show. That's which is true, everybody. And and now he's got his little British cup in his hand. All right. So for those people before we went to break, we were talking about Aaron was kind enough to share his thoughts about sequential marketing or text message marketing in mass, which is a which is a marketing service that I strongly uh, don't advocate for. And here's the reason why Aaron said it in his way. I would like to say it in my way, which is we are getting better and better. So for every guy out there like Aaron, there's another guy out there that's creating an app or a service or a piece of technology that's screening your email, screening your phone, screening. And when you get a message from somebody that you want to communicate to, text messaging is really, really great. And when you're getting messages and lots of them on your phone, which you feel you've got to manage and nurture in a very like concentrated way, there's nothing that's as irritating. Text messaging has become the new telemarketing, like where you're getting these these interruptive messages to you. I have I came from telemarketing, Aaron. I used to run some of the biggest call centers in the world. There is like I have seen what happens to an industry when the industry ignores the consumer? We all think to ourselves, oh, I've got a million names. Like if you live in a big city and I can text all those people if I buy that data, right? And 1% response rate is a lot of business. So let's do that. What you don't realize is that you are taking a very big audience, like 99% of them, and they're becoming people that you can, like if you burn them enough, you'll never get the chance to use that as a marketing tool again. They will simply block every message from anybody that they don't know. And when that happens, the value, which is what I felt like you described, Aaron, and I do feel like you have a very incredibly valuable approach, is going to be gone. We can't use the tool responsibly if a whole bunch of other people have used it so irresponsibly, because trust me, everybody, if you think that the federal government won't eventually step in 
and start to create laws surrounding this, please do your homework and go back and look at what they've done with telemarketing because it's illegal for me to call you. It's not, it's no law. It's illegal. I can get, I can get sued and fined by the FTC if I call you on a mobile phone. Just most people don't know it. They just don't realize that that's the rule. And text messaging is still in that gray area. So as real estate agents, when you get your customer's information, when you get somebody who registered maybe through a low-value paid advertising strategy and they landed on a landing page, you force them to register for your site. For the love of God, treat that, that number responsibly. Do not enter them into a 30-text message cycle if you can avoid it. Maybe ask a question or two respectfully and then don't text them again if they, if they don't indicate interest. John is dying to add something to this. Thank you for not jumping in and interrupting me. I appreciate it, John. What do you, what, 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 uh, give it to us. Give it to us. <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking. Um, I, think it, I think it's really linked to signaling, isn't it? Um, I think I think what the key is, and increase, Aaron, I'll, I'll be interested to see if you agree with this. Um, it's if you if you put the right message in front in front of the right customer at the right time, that's that's what really effective marketing is about, isn't it? You know, you know, I I must receive hundreds of cold email, um, but. On the other hand, there's been a couple of subcontractors that a couple of them still with me at almost six, seven years. And the truth is that they contacted me through cold email, but they just done it. It was the right email at the right time. Um, so it worked. And I think that's what you and Robert just spewing out stuff and hoping it will stick isn't probably going to work in 203 and the coming years, but sending the right message to the right person. So I suppose it's really having a website or a system that provides enough signals so then you can send the right message out. Am I roughly on the right track there, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. It's why we've we've really focused on the qualities of using text as a, as an inbound tool for the business, right? Not an outbound, not a blast, but how do we procure more one-to-one -one conversations? Um, and it's why, right, we place these floating buttons that are always visible on the site, on the screen. It's on your about pages. It's on your listing pages if you have an IDX solution. And you're able to configure these buttons to say, like, have a question. We're just a text away. Um, and it maybe has your review rating on there, any other type of social proof, but the combination of the elements in our buttons are really to convert you, as we call it, from being a lurker on the website to being a lead. And so the, the main point of that is having that right message of we're approachable and we offer multiple ways to, to contact us because you can also connect our buttons into click the call or email us or fill out a request form. But we see by far and away, people want to text. It's the lowest barrier to entry to start asking small, specific questions that don't get you anywhere you know, more committed in the process until you've built your trust up high enough. So that right message at the right time, the right message is showing you're approachable, you're trusted, you're easy to work with. 
you have the channels that they want to communicate with you. And the right time is those buttons are always there on the screen, right? And in building hundreds of websites over the years, I can't believe how bad people mess up with just placing easy call to actions for the customer there. So many small business websites, the only call to action is just a contact link in their navigation. It's such a waste of persuading or marketing to that customer to, to start a conversation with you. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, tying it in full circle to what we were ranting about, instead of always looking at how do I do a one-to-many conversation that businesses think is so great and interested in, how do I just crush at my one-to-ones? And how do I build that funnel right so that I'm getting these one-to-one conversations? And as you guys hit upon, you know, I've listened to, to some of your episodes, you were just talking about conversion and landing pages. Like you should be moving traffic from all these borrowed channels and all the other things out there into a property that you own, right? Into your digital assets. And then once you get them there, you need to have the right tools to convert them, right? Getting them there is half the battle. And for a lot of people trying to double or triple or quadruple your web traffic is very expensive, takes time. There's a lot that goes into that. And so you need to make sure you are milking every ounce out of that traffic you are driving to your digital properties and being easy to talk to, being easy to work with, um, and putting that front and center is exactly how you want to do that. For the record, I agree with this. And I do think on my notes, I did put something down that I thought was kind of interesting, which is a text me now uh, format, which I have actually not tried, oddly, as a call to action on inbound REM's products. I'm I'm you 20 years ago. Like I'm still building... I have a, I have a company. I do a few different things, but one of my... Com- like inbound REM, the company that... that I am most well known for is that that company still builds real estate websites, still has these calls to action on it. I've noticed that what we are seeing a drift towards is people wanting to do more like let's calendar a call the same way that I schedule appointments with my prospects. Like here's a calendar link. Let's do a call. People are actually more inclined to go through a longer process. I don't have to email you. I'm going to schedule a call. But an interesting idea somewhere in the middle is text messaging. John and I have talked ad nauseum about chatbots. He's for them. I've never had any good experience with him. He has. Well, well, most of my leads, I run two businesses, Aaron. And I was saying to Rob, my other business, almost um, 90% of the lead come through a chat. Um, But I, but, I answer all of them. If if not one of my team is available, we make it clear that you're not going to get a reply if you put a question in at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time because there's none of us around. Yep. So we make it clear. But when they do put a question in, they get a reply from me or a member, another member of my team. Yep. It's a person, in other words. It's not a list of un, unsuitable questions that yeah. we've all been there, haven't we? Um, I was going to say my question, the other thing I've noticed, which is really important, is people are pre, um, pre-screening pre themselves before they even contacted you. They're reading all the pages on the website. They're, they're reading the competitors' websites, and I think they do that with real estate agents, they they get some recommendations. They go to the website to find out about the agent. They pre-identify, 
identify the one that they're going to do the initial outreach. And it's up to that real estate agent to either get that first meeting or not. So, and I, I don't think there's a lot of people in the industry that understand the clients are screening a lot more before they approach. What do you think about that, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that you have to use every advantage you can. Um, and content, I think, is one of the, the biggest weapons. I have been an inbound marketer my entire time. I'm building my second SaaS company without ever running a paid ad. I am not a paid acquisition guy. I am a write content, educate people, be there with answers and help build them up so that when they learn and they fully understand it, they're going to go right to the person who helped them learn. Now, the real estate process is so important in, again, we've already talked about the trust with it that you absolutely need to be showing how you're unique. Um, you know, what is it about your personal side? How well you know the area? If you're in a bigger city, how well you know specific neighborhoods and things like that? You need to find the unique content angles to really ha- have yourself show up and be out there because let's face it, there's enough tools out there where, you know, there can be thousands of real estate agent sites that all look the same. Some of them even use the same stock photography. So you need to personalize it and you need to show that for yourself. You know, I'm also amazed. I was, I was always thrown off and it wasn't even as much when my wife got into it, but there are so many like real estate sites that come up in searches ahead of that realtors, their own site, right? And they haven't completed the profiles on any of them. Those profiles aren't linking to the site they currently own. They're jumping domains every time they change a website provider. You know, you just have this host of things where it's like, you need to be updating any possible inroad with the exact reflection of who you are. And when they come to your site, not only should you have tools to understand what they do and everything else, but what's your unique local knowledge? What do you bring to the relationship? Who are you as a person, family person, everything else that will make them identify with you, right? It's amazing to me. My wife was, she was into triathlons. We had four kids, like all these things, right? And a customer would just cite like, oh, when I read this about you, that's what made me want to want to work with you. I knew that you were the, the right person for me. Um, so it's not going to land you every lead, but you're absolutely right. When we have so much content and so many things on demand, you have to put out what your unique advantage is and market that and allow them to take it in and make a decision. Great. I'm, whoops. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I, I'm guessing you can hear me because I'm seeing yes. John's expression change. Okay. Yep. But my screen froze again. Um, we would like to keep you on for an additional five, maybe 10 minutes, but I have, I have kind of a curveball question because you're speaking my language. If John will allow me the, the I, pleasure. I figured I would be. Yep. Go ahead. Um, I would just like to, to ask you a broad, one broad question that isn't specific to Lead Inferno, isn't specific to me, and isn't specific to John. I am curious if we could use the bonus section to talk about what your vision for digital marketing in general is going to be for the next year or two as we enter into a changing economic environment. Would you mind kind of just free riffing and sharing your thoughts? Sure. I don't know where that stream of consciousness will go, but uh, let's put it together. Oh, okay. Hold on. So, John, do we want to separate out the show and do... Yeah, let's, let's end the podcast and we can go on to bonus. Which I can watch on the YouTube channel. 
Okay, so for everybody listening to the show, we're going to move the last 10 minutes of the show. We're going to get Aaron's thoughts on this very broad topic, and we're going to put it on the male-right uh, YouTube channel um, and maybe uh, the Inbound REM YouTube channel as well. So either one of those places, you can check it out. In the meantime, Aaron, if you would like somebody to find you or your incredible company, what would you? how would you like them to do that? Yeah, head to leadferno.com. Probably one of your best moves is I hinted at. We write a ton, so click on our blog. There's 50 plus articles. We've done surveys so you can understand data on how people view response times, um, where people are spending their time, why they like text messaging, all those uh, kind of things, getting to know our features. So that's the best place. Uh, and still currently, as of us recording this, I haven't jumped uh, the Elon ship. Um, I'm very active on Twitter. So at Aaron Wykey on Twitter, happy to engage, respond to questions and everything else there. Beautiful. All right. So John, how would you like people to find you? I'll just go to the Mail Right website. You can book a chat with me or my co-founder, Adam, and we'll be more than happy to try and help you out. Back over to you, Rob. And uh, inboundrem.com is my... My handle, uh, most of you already know that you can find, you can start on the about page or the homepage. Either way, you will find a very long video explaining who I am and what my position inside the real estate marketing space is. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We deeply appreciate it. We hope that you'll come back and give us another listen. Uh, we'll catch you the next time. Mm-hmm.